0: Listener-supported radio.
1: Talk that brings Christ to the world.
0: Welcome
2: to the Relevant Radio Winter Pledge Drive. Give from the heart. Welcome back. This is the Patrick Madrid Show, and it's a regular show, and you can be on the air with your comment or question. But first, let's bow our heads in prayer and ask our Blessed Mother to pray for us and with us, especially for our pledge drive need this week, and for whatever intentions you may bring as well. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Remember, O most gracious Virgin Mary, that never was it known, that anyone who fled to Thy protection, implored Thy help, or sought Thine intercession was left unaided. Inspired by this confidence, I fly unto Thee, O Virgin of virgins, my mother. To Thee do I come, before Thee I stand, sinful and sorrowful. O Mother of the Word incarnate, despise not my petitions, but in Thy mercy hear and answer me. Amen. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. It's a good day today, Cyrus. Good day to be alive. Good day to talk about the things that really matter, like we do here on the Relevant Radio Program. And uh, the way to do that, everybody, is call this number, 888-914-9149, 888-914-9149. That line is sponsored by Catholic Order of Foresters. I have a little bit of uh, business to attend to briefly, and then we'll go back to the phone. So, um, Francisca, she wrote in a two-part email asking about, A, blood transfusion, blood donations rather, and organ donations. And the essence of her question is, is it sinful for you as the donor if the person who receives either the blood or an organ goes on to do something sinful or evil? The answer is no. There's no immorality connected to you whatsoever. And she says, well, what if the organ goes to a sinner? Well, one thing you can rest in for sure, is that you're a sinner too. I'm a sinner. Reminds me of that uh, Dr. Pepper commercial from back in the 80s. I'm a pepper, he's a pepper, she's a pepper too. Remember that commercial? You don't have to play it, Cyrus. I'm just thinking about that. And we're all sinners. So anybody who gets a blood transfusion is a sinner. Anybody who gives a blood transfusion is a sinner. So think about that. You're a sinner giving blood to another sinner. So there's no immorality, there's no sin, there's no repercussion at all for you to give blood or an organ. It has no connection whatsoever with what that other sinner may or may may not do. Okay? Now, the second part of the question is, when God comes back to raise us up, so this is the general resurrection. Jesus talks about this in Matthew 25, among other places when we are raised from the dead and we receive our bodies back and we're judged corporately as a group, some people say, well, why do you have to do that again? Are they dragging people out of heaven and say, all right, we got this big thing we got to go to. Everybody get on the buses. We're leaving heaven. We're going back. No, it's not going to be like that. Heaven and earth will merge, and we will, we will be made present altogether the damned and the righteous on the last day in a way that we don't understand, but it is promised to us in the Bible that this is what will happen. And we will all be made present simultaneously. We will receive our bodies back, both the good and the bad. We will, we will be judged. And the reason for it, even though you've already been judged individually, that's your exit interview that takes place at the end of your life, FYI. Hebrews 9.27, it's appointed to a man to die once, and then the judgment. That's what it's referring to there, your particular judgment. This is for the public manifestation of God's mercy and his justice. That's why there will be a final judgment. It's not like you're going to find out if maybe your first judgment will be overruled. No. No. When, you're, when you die and you have your exit interview and Jesus says to you, well done, good and faithful servant, you have been faithful over a little, now enter into the joy of your master, and you go to heaven. Maybe you make a stop in purgatory along the way to get cleaned up, but you're you're going to heaven. When he says that to you, that is your eternal destiny. The general judgment at the end of the world is not like a higher court confirming or overruling the lower court judgment. No, that's your eternal judgment. That's where you will go for all eternity. The general judgment is for what was private between you and God when you died, and nobody knew what your judgment was. God knows and you know. Your guardian angel knows. And then when you go to heaven, assuming that that was your judgment, That's where you'll be forever. But the general judgment is so that this is made public. Remember, Jesus said that too. He says, what is done in darkness will be brought out into the light. What you whisper in secret will be shouted from the rooftops. Oh, joy. (laughs) Doesn't that make you feel great, Cyrus? (laughs) When I think about that, it's like, oh, man. But here's the thing. In the general resurrection, if you're if you're going to heaven, if you're among the elect, you're you're in heaven. You're going to heaven. This will redound to your glory, and you will not be put to shame. The Bible says you will not. Those who love the Lord will not be put to shame. So here too, we don't have precise details, but for the elect, those who are going to heaven, their sins will be made known in in a certain way, perhaps maybe in an opaque kind of way. But you will not be put to shame if you love Jesus, even though those things you did—I know what you did last summer, you know, that kind of thing. All those things that you did and I did, all those things will not be a cause of shame for you on the day of general resurrection. They will be a cause of shame, however, for the reprobates, for the damned. And not to put too fine a point on it, but because this question does come up a lot, that's the purpose of the general resurrection, and probably so much more than that that none of us even fully realizes or comprehends. But among the the reasons for the final judgment is so that God's mercy will be made clear and manifest to everybody. And His justice will be clear and manifest to everybody. And then let's get this party started, because at that point, The new heavens and the new earth merge into one consistent unified reality forever and ever, amen. And it's party time for those who love God and are with him. I know that's colloquial, but in essence, that's what it's going to be. So back to your question, Francisco. You say when God comes back to raise us up, will he take into consideration our organs or blood that were separated from us? The answer is no. There's no point in doing that because there's no moral component to it, at least not in the sense that you're asking it. There is no moral component to donating blood. I mean, it's, it's moral to do. It's not immoral. It can be very meritorious in God's eyes to do that. But no, if you've given blood, and let's say the end of the world is next weekend, or, or 10,000 years from now, I don't know. Whenever the end of the world winds up being, those issues are non-issues, so you can rest easy. You sent two emails, and I really appreciate that. That showed me that you were really anxious for an answer, so I'm glad I could give you perhaps a somewhat longer answer than what you anticipated, but that's my answer. Uh, Cyrus, I think a man's got to know his limitations. Do you think the same thing? I do. Father Rocky's standing by here. He's waiting. Okay. Can't keep Father Rocky waiting. So uh, Stephanie and Alexandria, Virginia, and all the others who are holding, I will come to you ASAP. In the meantime, though, here's a message from our executive director, Father Rocky. Hey,
3: everybody. This is Father Rocky, head of Relevant Radio, and your host every night for the Family Rosary across America. A reminder that Relevant Radio is listener-supported, so we're unable to deliver our programming every day without your financial support. Have you heard about the two gifts we have today at the dollar-a-day level? The first is an olive wood rosary. On my trip to the Holy Land last April, I came across these and I wanted to get one for you. They're made by Christians in the Holy Land. They're extra special. Our second gift today only, the dollar date level, is the Ave Maria guide to the scriptural rosary. This hardcover and personalized guide includes beautiful ink images and scripture for every Hail Mary, Our Father, and more. The rosary and the scriptural rosary book are both yours today and today only. For your gift of a dollar a day, give online now at RelevantRadio.com or on the Relevant Radio app, or give us a ring at 877-291-0123. Please give from the heart to Relevant Radio.
1: I'm looking at these numbers. $4,000. We are so, so close to crossing the $900,000 mark. Just $4,000. Four people doing $1,000 apiece, one person coming in at $4,000. We can cross this little mini goal here at Relevant Radio simply by visiting the website, RelevantRadio.com, using the app on your smartphone or tablet, or when you call 877- 291-0123. 2910123. That's 877 2910123. I thought surely we could have pulled that off during that last hour. We didn't quite make it. We also fell short of our call need of our goal for that hour for the number of people joining us during the pledge drive. Mm-hmm. So we need everyone who can hear us right now to kind of step up, step up a little bit, help us out. And any gift whatsoever is greatly appreciated. That goes towards the number of calls that we need during this hour. We need to see 150 people getting on the on the Patrick Madrid train here at relevantradio.com using the app on your smartphone or tablet true. or at 877-2910123. Woo-hoo. That's eight seven seven two nine one zero one two three. Was that you, Patrick? <laughs> it was me some time ago. It's been I a little,
2: perpetuated. I was a
3: little late with that train whistle Mary, sorry. Yeah.
2: Even as I said it, as as the sound was coming out of my mouth, I regretted it. Because I knew that Cyrus is going to turn that into a forever time. It. <laughs> <Woo woo. laughs> it's my it favorite. Will, it will live on forever.
1: We do want to say thank you to some folks who've helped out already during this pledge drive. Thank you to Maria in Mount Airy, Maryland, a five hundred dollar gift. Jaime in Sacramento made a special gift of a dollar a day, and Anne in Port St. Lucie, Florida. Thank you so much, one of our newer donors, making that special gift of a dollar a day. And you know what? A dollar a day, we got great gifts for you. We have this special rosary and the book, the rosary, the scriptural rosary book.
2: Yeah, and you can see all these things that Mary's talking about here on the show page, Relevant Radio—actually, it's the main page, RelevantRadio.com. And just click on the uh, Give Now button, and you can see all these. And, and I draw your attention to the rosary Mary was mentioning earlier. This is made of olive wood—thank you, Cyrus—this is made of olive wood, and it is made in the Holy Land. I've been there any number of times and have seen— the people who actually are either the artisans or they sell these in the stores and things, and it's a way for them to subsist. They don't have it easy over there, those Christians, our brothers and sisters. So when you pledge to help Relevant Radio at the dollar-a-day giving level, you receive one of these rosaries. That can be your tangible reminder of how you can support through prayer uh, the Christians that are left in the Holy Land. But do it now, Eight seven seven two nine one zero one two three. 291 123 or use the Relevant Radio app or go to RelevantRadio.com.
1: We only need another $3,000. Help us and give from the heart. This is The Patrick Madrid Show on Relevant Radio and RelevantRadio.com.
2: Okay, we're back. As you can tell, and it is a regular program. So call now, 888-914-9149. I hope I'm not saying that too fast. 888-914-9149. I'll get you on the air with your comment, your question. We'll go now to Stephanie in Alexandria, Virginia. Good morning, Stephanie.
4: Hey, Patrick. I, my question is, in the Old Testament, the Jewish people um, had prophets, and we're talking about our Savior, Mm -hmm. Um, Did the people in the Old Testament, were they looking for a Savior? Did they think they needed a Savior?
2: They were waiting for a Messiah, that much is certain, and the Messiah had been long promised and many prophecies pointed toward the coming of the Messiah. They didn't have a clear understanding of being saved from their sins by the Messiah dying on the cross. That, to them, was a startling revelation. And this is why any number of Jews at the time of Jesus just couldn't bring themselves to accepting him because they were expecting a political liberator. They they had been so downtrodden. I mean, they had been enslaved by the Egyptians. They had been carried into captivity by the Assyrians and the Babylonians. They were they were beaten down repeatedly over you know fifteen hundred years time, even more than that, even so they. Generally, we're waiting for the Messiah who would come and liberate them and establish the kingdom in a way that they would no longer be subject to oppression. So, when Jesus came to them and said, My kingdom is not of this world, I'm not, you know, and he said it in various ways I'm not here to overthrow the Romans, I'm not here to overthrow corrupt King Herod or things like that. I'm here to bring you into my kingdom, which is not of this world. For many of them, it's like, ah, that's not what we were waiting for, you know. So for them, that was a revelation, that Jesus the Messiah would save them from their sins. Go ahead, Stephanie.
4: Oh, so so do you think they had a sense of their own sinfulness?
2: Yes, they did, and we see glimpses of that frequently. So in the Gospels, for example, when Jesus heals the man who had been blind from birth. And the people are buzzing about this. You know, whose sin caused this, they asked. Was it the sin of his parents that God punished them for their sin by making their child blind? Or was it his own sin? So they were very conscious of sin and the effects of sin. They were rather muddled in some cases. And part of this was that they believed that by fulfilling the Mosaic law punctiliously down to the very grain of sand, that that's how they would be righteous. That if they did things and followed the exact rules that were laid down for them—613 of them, by the way, called the mitzvah—those were the ceremonial laws yeah. by given in, in the Mosaic uh, law. And so they they generally thought, all I have to do to be a good person is fulfill these requirements down to the penny. And Jesus yeah. said, yeah. that's not what makes you righteous. And that's right. where the, the Pharisees, for example, they rebelled against him because they saw themselves as the epitome of righteousness because they were so punctilious. And he said, that's not how it works, guys. Yeah, That's part of what made yeah. them angry.
4: Yeah, yeah, definitely. Well, thank you so much, Patrick. Thank you for your insights. Oh, I always appreciate welcome. them.
2: You're so nice, Stephanie. Thank you for that. 888-914-9149. We're going now to Tucson and talk to Tom. Hi, Tom. Good
0: morning. So it was an interesting um, response about the, you know, donating blood and donating an organ. And, you know, it's it's, the thing that kept running through my mind is, well, what if I give somebody a sandwich? What if I offer somebody a prayer? I mean, Mm -hmm. if we provide sustenance, are we supporting good? Are we supporting evil? And is it really our place to be the judge of that? You know, it's, it's giving somebody a sandwich and providing sustenance, maybe giving them an opportunity to draw near to God in the future. Sure. Maybe, you know, anyways, I was just, it kept ringing in my mind, and I thought, well, I should call Patrick and offer that.
2: Oh, well, that's awful of you, Tom. Yes, w- what we have to do, it seems to me, is recognize that when it comes to the basic necessities of life, water, food, shelter, clothing, um, oxygen, We all have a right to those things, and and even if somebody were in prison, notice that we feed prisoners, people who have done terrible crimes and maybe are unrepentant for what they've done, and they're housed in a prison somewhere, we feed them. And we should, because they have a right to regular... They don't have a right to freedom anymore, but they do have a right to be fed and clothed, etc. So this is where it seems to me we have to draw a distinction between those necessities of life that everybody has a right to, and not worrying on the other side about well, if I give this person blood or, like you said, a sandwich or something, and she goes out and does something wicked, am I somehow responsible for that? No, there's no moral um, vulnerability there for you.
0: Well, the call—I mean, I'm glad you talked about it because um, it also encouraged me. And I'm, you know, I'm struggling financially, so my mm-hmm. my financial support isn't available to people but you know what i can go donate some blood i can do that you know it's uh i mean i can you know i can work in a soup kitchen and i donate my time which i do you know knights of columbus is great organization but you know i hadn't really thought about that i can go donate some blood too and provide sustenance that way so that's thank you for that thank you for that conversation
2: tom you're most welcome and i'm going to say a prayer and ask everyone listening right now that if it's God's will that your financial situation alleviates soon, that that will happen for you. Oh, thank you. I really need those prayers. You got them, Tom. I promise you that. You got them. When I was talking earlier, thanks for the call, Tom. Um, For those who are tuning in right now didn't hear it, uh, I just mentioned that we take your prayer intentions very seriously here at Relevant Radio. And by that, what I mean is it's not just talk. It's not just like, hey, we'll pray for you. Uh, How many times do you ever do that where you say to somebody, I'll pray for you, and then you don't give it a second thought? And thinking about somebody or something is not the same as praying for that person. If you think about me from time to time, I appreciate it. I mean, I like happy thoughts coming in my direction, but that's not the same thing as praying for me. So to give you a concrete example, we receive, and I don't really know what the total number is each month, but I'm going to guess it's tens and tens of thousands of prayer requests that you send us, emails, phone calls, et cetera. And I don't think we really even talk about this, so I'm going to, I'm going to talk about it here. Everyone on staff at Relevant Radio we get every month a list of prayer intentions and I get my big chunk of it. Cyrus gets his big chunk of it. Uh, Father Aki gets his big chunk, we all do. Everybody gets a prorated share of it. And I might get 200, 300 names. So I get a first name and I get a city. So if you are, you know, Sarah in San Diego, That's what I see. And Sarah, whatever your prayer intention is, is listed in that field. And so just like all the others, what we do, what I do, is I make time and I kneel down and I pray for you by name and by your intention. So I'm not saying that to say, hey, wow, look at us, we're great. But, But what I mean is we really do follow through on this when we say that we pray for you. And all of us do. All of us at Relevant Radio do this. That's why when we talk about, well, the power of prayer, and we'll pray for you, you pray for for us, that kind of thing, we really mean it. And I guess that leads up to the point that if you are, are heavily burdened, we just had Mike a minute ago heavily burdened by a financial crisis in his life right now, send us a prayer request. Wouldn't you like to have a few extra people praying for that need, whatever it is, family situation, health, finances. Um, are you fearful about something? Do you regret after somebody that you care about has died? Do you do you have regrets? Maybe I, I never said I love you or I didn't forgive that person. Whatever it may be, it doesn't... And you don't have to be super personal and detailed, but just give us a sense of what it is, and we will pray for you by name. Where else are you going to get that? New York Times is not going to give you that. CNN's not going to give you that. The blogger <laughs> that you follow, he's not going to give you that. We will, though. And we do. Cyrus, can I get an amen, please? Yeah, amen.
0: We have this beautiful chapel here. I'm, I'm actually, from where I produce the show, I'm staring at the doors into mm-hmm. the chapel. And it's a very... Uh, sacred. It's beautiful, it's a, it's beautiful and, and it's a sacred place. I print out the prayers that I receive, mm-hmm. and I all go in there, and it—it's just now. It's not fully finished. They're still working on it, but I can sneak in there and and pray. And it's a beautiful spot to do that. It and, really is, and it's a—it's a privilege.
2: It really is. If ever listening audience, if ever you happen to be in the area, the greater Chicagoland area, you know, come visit and come see where the shows are produced and and such. So, I mean, I know how many of you love Cyrus. Uh, all of you love Cyrus. And wouldn't it be wonderful if you knew that when you call 877-291-0123 and you make your pledge, because we're in pledge drive mode right now, or you go to relevantradio.com and you make your pledge, wouldn't it be interesting, and, and I would think you would like this feeling that knowing that Cyrus is the one who has your particular prayer intention, and he very well may have it this next this next month. So that's, if nothing else, I mean, that's a wonderful gift that we're able to give to you, and we, we try our hardest. So please support us in Pledge Tribe because without your support, we don't stay on the air. And we really love what we do, and we hope that you love what we do. So if you do, now's the time to support Relevant Radio by making a pledge, even a dollar a day. That'd be great.
1: You can make that pledge at RelevantRadio.com using the app on your smartphone or tablet or at 877 291 That's 877 291 And I know for me personally, when I'm reading through these prayer intentions, most of them I can relate because I've had that same prayer for mm-hmm. someone else in my life. So it really touches my heart in a special way as I'm praying for you. And we do. We treasure the opportunity and the gift to be able to pray for you. Thank you to, so much to an anonymous Donor in Simi Valley, California, twelve hundred dollars, and you know what? We did it. We did make that little mini goal. We've crossed over the nine hundred thousand dollar mark. Yay! Excellent. That's something to celebrate. But you know what? We're not done. We need three million by the end of the day on Friday. We got a ways to go. A little over, a little under two hundred thousand dollars left to reach that amount of money. Actually, that's not right. Two million, a little over two million. Um, So, what we need this hour is one hundred and fifty people to join the family who's going to give from the heart at relevantradio.com use the app give us a call 877-291-0123 and if you can make a special gift of a dollar a day we have this incredible gift available for you today and today only. It is a rosary from the Holy Land made of olive wood and it's one that Father Rocky, you know, speak about that little personal touch. He chose these while he was there on pilgrimage. So a very special gift. This is a once in a lifetime opportunity to get this rosary that was selected by Father Rocky in the Holy Land. Today's the only day It's available, and there is a limited number. When they are gone, they are gone.
2: (laughs) Ain't that the truth? We saw that happen yesterday with the the coffee, or Monday, I guess it was, Mm -hmm. with the coffee and the coffee mugs. Just hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of them gone in a matter of hours. I think it was over 800 in a matter of just a few hours. So uh, don't delay. Make your pledge at RelevantRadio.com or use the Relevant Radio app or call us at 877-291 zero one two three let's uh thank anonymous in callahan florida thank you for your ten dollar online gift and you're a a brand new donor so welcome to the family anonymous linda in godfrey illinois thank you for your 365 dollars online gift tim in marietta georgia a hundred dollars online thank you for that anonymous in bettendorf iowa i've seen some activity in bettendorf iowa the last couple days that's cool Thank you for your $100 gift. Thank you, Nareda, for your $365 online gift. No, actually $370 online. Thank you for that. And uh, thank you, I just have one. Rick, that's right. Rick in Long Beach. Thank you for your $365 online gift. We're so grateful, but we need them to continue if we're going to make our goal.
1: A dollar a day at RelevantRadio.com. Use the app on your smartphone or tablet, or you can call 877-291-0123. Listener-supported radio. Talk that brings Christ to the world. Welcome back
0: to the Relevant Radio Winter Pledge Drive. Give from the heart.
2: Let's see. Uh, back in action here. It's a regular program during Pledge Drive. You can call me and be on the air, 888 888- nine one four nine one four nine let's start with michelle now in orange california good morning michelle
4: um good morning good morning. earlier in the show someone called with a question about um that if uh if you're not baptized if you can um still oh, yeah. be saved and um i i missed your your answer and it's something i'm wondering about as um mm-hmm. how it works for um I had an abortion, and I really um, regret it and a lot of shame about it, and I, I just wonder what, where that child is.
2: Mm-hmm. Understandable. Well, um, if I may ask, first of all, Michelle, um, have you had a chance to start the healing process, go to confession, and and take care of that sacramentally yet?
4: Um. Yes, it's, um, I I have it, it's just something though that I don't know, I don't see how that can be forgivable.
2: Yeah. Well, that's a common feeling that I've heard from so many women that even though they may think God can forgive me, but I can't forgive myself. If that's what you're struggling with, I hear that a lot. But the truth is that God's grace is more powerful than your sin and mine. And so not only does God forgive you, but he wants to restore you. He wants to heal you. And this is part of that healing process. So that's why I asked about going to the sacrament of confession. So that's great. I mean, you got that process started. So I have a few thoughts on that, but I'll come back to that in a minute. But first, though, I'd like to say that the part that you might have missed is the question the lady asked was, well, what about the souls of unbaptized infants or those who die in, uh, in the womb? So abortion or children who die through miscarriage, for example, what about them? And so I was emphasizing that Pope Benedict XVI had reminded us that we should be hopeful that even though those children were deprived of an opportunity for baptism, that nonetheless God would give them sanctifying grace in a way that he's free to do. Obviously, he's God, he can do whatever he wants. And Pope Benedict XVI encouraged us to be hopeful and expectant that God would do this. And there's a particular document that was issued by the International Theological Commission. It's a department within the Vatican, and it's called The Hope of Salvation for Infants Who Die Without Being Baptized. And it takes into account all of these questions. Well, what about the need for baptism? And what about sanctifying grace? And what about these children? And so if you're interested in, in deepening your understanding of what this theological principle is in the Catholic Church, I think it will give you a lot of encouragement and a lot of comfort. We'll post a link to this if you're interested so that you can read it. I mean, it would take a little while to read through it, but I think it will be helpful. So that's something that you can rest in, knowing that as much as you love that little baby of yours, God loves that baby even more. And as much as you want that little baby to be saved and be with you in heaven someday, I mean, hopefully already there, and then you someday will join the baby in heaven, God desires that even more. So that's something that I hope will give you comfort in knowing that it's not that God is glaring at you you know, shooting you with an angry look, but rather he's beckoning to you, and he wants to wipe away your tears, and he wants to heal your heart and give you that sense of encouragement. And so that would be my advice. If I can give advice, Michelle, it would be that you, in your prayers and your thoughts about this, uh, remind the Lord that you know he loves this unborn child even more than you do, and and that you're praying for that baby and that you're trusting in God's love and mercy. That would be one thing. The other thing is, if you haven't yet done so, I would encourage you to get in touch with a healing ministry like Rachel's Vineyard. Uh, That would be one. Um, Project Rachel is another. And these are national organizations that specialize in helping women and men who are post-abortive healing emotionally which sounds like maybe that's kind of where you're at does that sound right to you
4: i, I i've gone to a retreat um mm-hmm. a couple years ago and it's just really hard I bet. Um, I bet i heard it's your anniversary and and it's the 30-year anniversary of this happening Oh,
2: well, my heart goes out to you, Michelle, and, and I wish that there was something that I or you know anybody of, of us could do that would assuage that sense of pain that you feel. God can do that, though. He has the power to do that. So I'm glad to hear that you went on that retreat. That's a good step in the right direction. But do consider getting in touch with Project Rachel or Rachel's Vineyard because or any of the other wonderful organizations that handle post-abortive healing because it's a, it's a project that takes more than just a weekend. It might even take a lifetime. But they're, specialized, they're specialists in helping women to do that. So something to think about, okay?
4: Thank you, Patrick.
2: You're welcome. And just know, before you leave, just know God loves you. He's not mad at you. He wants to heal you. So just rest in that, and, and maybe as you're praying, just ask the Lord to help you forgive yourself. He's already forgiven you, and ask him for the help that you need to forgive yourself, and he'll give you that grace.
4: Okay, thank you.
2: You're welcome. You're welcome. God bless you. Let's all pray for peace of mind for Michelle. 30 days, or 30 years today, Mm. 888-914-9149. Yeah. Planned Parenthood, they don't tell women about that. They like to collect their 800 bucks for the abortion, but they don't tell the women about the long-term effects that it's going to have on them. You just heard an example of that. Shame on you, Planned Parenthood. Woe to you, Planned Parenthood. To hell with you, Planned Parenthood. Speaking paraphrasing what jesus says let's go to a i'm sorry al in mesa arizona good morning al good morning patrick how are you i am well thank you good um my
5: my I guess my comment i know it might be a question on to the the two people who were talking about organs and then the other gentleman about um giving you know he didn't have financialized and uh, right. giving giving food a out. sandwich right yeah, sandwich. Now, what if you were to, and I know this person, you give them money to help them out, but you know that you find out that they're using it for other purposes, like maybe drugs or alcohol, yeah. and they may have an addiction. This, that, I mean, what is it? Am I doing wrong by that? Or I think I know the answer. I mean, mm-hmm. I think I'm doing the right thing, but you can't control what they do with it. But at the same time... You, you you want to help them, but you know that they're they're not taking it for the right purpose.
2: Right. No, you're right, and you're identifying something and I don't really know if important. I'm sinning in that way, or if I'm, you know, you're doing right by so. doing that. I don't think so. I don't think you're sinning, even though you know that the likelihood is high that the person will get high if you're giving money. Right. Um, so it's a matter of prudence, I think. But no, I don't think that you'd be sinning you're doing what Jesus said to do, feed the hungry, give drink to the thirsty, clothe the naked, and and such. So he doesn't say, feed the hungry as long as you know exactly that they're going to buy food with that and not beer. He doesn't say that. He doesn't say, give drink to the thirsty as long as you know that they're just going to be drinking water or orange juice and not beer. So he doesn't place those restrictions on on your generosity. So that's why I say I believe it's a, a matter of prudence. So if you realize that if your wayward son, let's say, is always hitting you up for money and you realize that if you give him money that he's going to spend it on drugs, you can say, sorry, I'm not going to give you money. I might give you um, a coupon for a free meal at McDonald's or I might get you some actual you know, food that you can eat, keep in the pantry kind of thing. So there are creative ways to help people. So if they say, I'm really hungry. I could use some help. Give them food. (laughs) That way you know that they're not going to squander the money on drugs or, or beer or something like that. Right. Or
5: go pay the bill for them or to help them out or whatnot.
2: Right. Yeah. I met a guy one time. He was, you know, he, he was a pleasant man, but he was clearly homeless and he was just, it was a cold night. I was walking from the restaurant. I was in a, in some city to speak somewhere and I was walking from the restaurant to my car And I was going to go to my hotel from there. And I started chatting with this guy. He's like sitting on the curb and he's got nowhere to go and it's cold outside. And I I started talking to him and he didn't ask me for money. He didn't, you know, nothing. But there was like a Motel 6 in the parking lot. And I said, well, how about this? Um, Can we get you out of the elements overnight and give you a chance to take a shower and sleep in a clean bed? And he said, oh, that would be wonderful. I haven't done that in quite a long time. So I walked with him over to the hotel or the motel and I, I got him a room for the night. I didn't give him any money. I, I didn't do that. I just said, I'm going to pay his bill and you're in here for tonight. And I hope that that helps you. So there are creative ways that you can help somebody, even if you think, right. you know, so think about that.
5: No, that's awesome. I, I appreciate it. And you're doing, you know, you do, you do so much for, for us out here and, you know, you bring up stuff that, uh, you know, that you have, you know, questions, and mm-hmm. it's, it's just awesome that you're, you know, able to bring that to life.
2: Thank you, Al. Thank you. That's what we're here for. We're here to help here at Relevant yes, Radio. Sir. I appreciate you. God bless you. You too, Al. Appreciate that, and uh, that ties in perfectly with why we're doing Pledge Drive, because we don't exist if you don't say yes to our existence, which means we need your help financially and prayer-wise during Pledge Drive. Here's a miracle moment, and I'll be right back right after that. Here's another Relevant Radio miracle moment.
4: I came out of a homosexual relationship, and I'm now married in the church with three children. Um, And I was just hoping if I could share a little bit of my testimony with you, if that's okay.
2: So you were raised Catholic? Okay.
4: I just remember distinctly one night I was on my knees, and I said, God, I I love this woman. I want to marry her. Mm -hmm. And I just heard him tell me that he loves her so much more than I ever could, and that he loves me so much more than I ever could. And if I just let go, he would take care of me, and I let go, and he Mm -hmm. took such good care of me. Mm -hmm. And if I could just encourage people to speak the truth, the truth of the church is what saved me. And I just want people to know that even if they don't feel it right now, that they can trust this wisdom of the church
0: Touch a heart and change a soul by donating to Relevant Radio Today.
1: I feel like we just had three miracle moments back to back there. Wow. Think about this. You are a very critical piece of this puzzle that saves so many lives. It changes so many lives. Have you taken action? Have you taken action today, this pledge drive yet? Well, why not? Waiting for that perfect opportunity? Well, I think we have it right here. We have a beautiful rosary that Father Rocky picked out when he was on pilgrimage in the Holy Land. It's made by the Christians in the Holy Land. And for a lot of them, this is their this is their means of survival. This is the only way that they can make money is by making their, their gifts that we buy, that we buy over here in the United States. So when you help give here at Relevant Radio today, a dollar a day is all we're asking for. You'll get this beautiful rosary. You're supporting Relevant Radio. You're also supporting... Christians who are persecuted in the Holy Land. You're also going to get the book, The Ave Guide to the Spiritual Rosary. It's a beautiful book. You can see all of these things when you stop by the website, RelevantRadio.com, or use the app on your smartphone or tablet. See what they look like. Make your gift of a dollar a day, or you can also call us. You won't be able to see them if you call, but you can still call and make your gift at 877-291-0123. That's 877-291-0123.
2: Mary, like you, I enjoy looking at the numbers updating I'm almost in mm-hmm. real time right now. And so we have um, a, a mini goal, I guess you'd say, of $87,000 yet to go to reach the next $100,000 mark. Um, I'm not sure in, in 14 minutes if we can hit that, but I'd like to chew into a lot of that. You can make that happen by pledging online at RelevantRadio.com or use the Relevant Radio app. want to say thank you. Oops, my screen. There we go. Uh, My screen just jumped. Jeffrey in Plymouth Meeting, Pennsylvania, thank you for your $360 online gift. Thank you. Dawn in Winchester, Virginia, thank you for your $365 gift. A lot of those $365 gifts coming in right now, Mary, which is great. Karen in Cincinnati, $365 online. Thank you. Christina in Irvine, California, just next door to where I grew up. Thank you for your $100 gift. We appreciate it very much. Andrew in Hayward, California, $100 online just now. Thank you. Barbara in Townsend, Delaware, three hundred and seventy dollars online. Thank you, and you're a brand new donor, so welcome to the family. And lastly, Andre in Ontario, California, right off the ten freeway. Thank you for your three hundred and seventy dollar second gift of this pledge drive. Yes, second gift. Deeply grateful.
1: Linda in Parkridge did the same thing, a second gift of a dollar a day. So did an anonymous donor in Ogden, Utah, make that second gift during this pledge drive. We need your help. We are still in need of 75 people during this hour that will help support Relevant Radio at RelevantRadio.com. using the app or by calling 877-291-0123.
2: A pepper, he's
1: a pepper, she's a pepper, we're a pepper.
4: Wouldn't you like to be a pepper too? Patrick
1: Madrid is on I'm Coast pepper, to Coast a on Relevant
2: a Radio. You, to you're a too. Be a Drink Dr. you gotta be careful, man, because if the FBI is listening, they might think he's saying prepper. <laughs> I'm a prepper, you're a prepper, he we're all on that list now. we're uh, we on the list already. I know you're preppy, but are you a prepper? That's the first time I've ever been called preppy. I bet. <laughs> you don't uh, fold your sweater around your neck as the preppies used to do. I don't think anybody even knows that word anymore, preppy. Used to be... It wasn't a compliment back in the day, was it?
0: I only know it from Saved by the Bell. And preppy. only people my age will even understand that reference.
2: Prep Or people older than you. Preppies were... Um, then I think Yuppie came along after Preppy, but Preppy was like you know the way you would wear your, your upscale clothes and the IZOD lacrosse shirt with the alligator on it. That was Preppy. Penny loafers were Preppy. Uh, putting your sweater over on your shoulders and tying the, the sleeves around your neck, that was Preppy. Uh, being one of the cool kids was Preppy, I guess. No one uses that word anymore. But Prepper, that'll get you on the FBI list so fast your head will spin. Uh, let's see oh i you know yeah i want to get to some phone calls uh let's start with dave in new brunswick can uh canada that is good morning dave yes
0: good morning patrick listening to you we the radio station comes from Holden, maine and awesome. it's right on the canadian well the new brunswick border so you have Love one of it. your canadian friends here
2: hello morning. to our neighbors to the north
0: yes yes mild winter so far but uh, that's going to change i heard let's okay. hope not the i
2: question, like mild i like i like well, it
0: <laughs> well i hope so too yeah. i hope so here's the question uh, do jehovah witnesses and mormons do they pray to the same god that we do since they don't believe in the trinity
2: well it's true they do both groups deny the trinity but in different ways Jehovah's Witnesses deny the Trinity outright they say there is one God that's true but they deny that he's triune. So as part of this denial of the Trinity, one God and three persons they explicitly deny the divinity of Jesus they they believe he's a like a superhuman creature but he's still a creature. they deny the existence of the Holy Spirit. So that's the way in which they deny, the triune nature of God. Mormons, on the other hand, they will acknowledge the Godhead. They will talk about even, they wouldn't say the Trinity typically, but they would talk about Father, Son, and Holy Ghost. And they they believe that God is a distinct God and Jesus is a distinct God and the Holy Ghost is a distinct God, three gods in accordance and agreement, but three separate beings is how they look at it. But their understanding is radically different in, in that they believe that Heavenly Father, God the Father, is an evolved man who was once a mortal man on a planet near a star called Kolob, or at least that's what Joseph Smith said, the founder of Mormonism. And so they believe that God evolved, you might say, it's called eternal progression, and he became a God. And that's also part of the Mormon gospel, that you too can become a God. You can reach exaltation the way Heavenly Father did if you follow the plan of salvation. So when, when you ask the question, <clears throat> are they praying to the same God? Well, th- I would I would say no. The The Mormons believe in a God who is a natural creature. He's not above and outside of nature. He's part of it because he was a man on a planet somewhere and then evolved to become a god. That's utterly foreign to what historic Christianity, a.k.a. the Catholic Church, has always taught, and that is that God transcends all of his creatures. He's outside of everything and beyond everything. So um, some people will say, well, you're worshiping a different god, or the Jehovah's Witnesses are worshiping a different god. Depending on how you phrase it, Let's not forget, there is no other God up there to be worshipped other than God. So people will have erroneous notions about who God is or what God is. And so they're not worshipping a different God in a strict sense, because there is no different God. There is no other God up there. But they may not be worshipping the true God at all. They may be worshipping an image or a concept or something that has nothing to do with the real God. Um, But there is no other God up there to worship you see what I'm saying? Do you see the distinction I'm making here, Dave? Yes, I do.
0: Can they be saved?
2: Jesus says, no one comes to the Father except through me, and... Go ahead. I don't mean to put you on a spot like that. No, I'm not put on the spot. No, so there is no salvation outside the Catholic Church. The Catholic Church has always taught, going back to the time of the Church Fathers... But that has to be understood that there, for those who know this and refuse to enter into the Catholic Church, no, they cannot be saved. For those who don't know this and it's not their own fault, then the Catholic Church says that God can provide and even does provide salvation to those people who it's not their own fault. But that's something known to God alone. He hasn't revealed to us how that is. But the norm is believe in Jesus, repent of your sins, be baptized, enter into the Church. Thanks, David.
1: We need your help now here at RelevantRadio.com. You know, we have goals each and every hour, and it's very important that we reach our goals every hour. We are still sitting about 60 people short of our need of 150 to join us during this hour now. Can we get a can we get 65 people to join us in the next 6 minutes before the hour's up? Absolutely we can. But we'll get there all that much faster if we can get a few people who can help maybe in a big way, help carry the load for others. Can you make a special gift now of $1,200, 5,000 or $10,000? Well, we need your help. If you're waiting for that perfect opportunity when you know you're you're really needed, now's the time. How do you give? relevantradio.com, use the app on your smartphone or tablet or call 877- 910123 that's 8772910123 all we're really asking for though for the day is a dollar a day it's our wednesday special we have got an incredible gift for you it is a A a rosary that's made out of olive wood from the Holy Land. And it's kind of neat. Father Rocky chose these when he was there on pilgrimage, but they were made in various locations around the Holy Land. And when you get it, the crucifix, the back of the crucifix will tell you where your rosary was made. So it's like a little extra surprise when it comes in the mail.
2: Jerusalem or Bethlehem, those would be two major examples of that. Um, I've met in my visits to the Holy Land on pilgrimages, I've met many of these people, Palestinian Catholics and other Christians too. They're not; Most of them tend to be Catholics or Greek Orthodox, but they're really suffering in many ways because the, they used to be the majority, for example, in Bethlehem, and now they're the tiny minority. The majority are now Muslims. So it's hard for them. to to exist in that environment. It's hard for them to be able to worship freely more and more now. So when you help Relevant Radio by going to RelevantRadio.com, or using the Relevant Radio app to make your pledge. It's our way of saying thank you by sending you this rosary from the Holy Land made by Palestinian Christians. It's just a little thank you, but it's a great reminder to you that these people exist. They're there, and they need your help, and they need your prayers. So it's one way for you to help them as well. 877-291-0123 877-291-0123 is the number you can call as well if you'd prefer to do it that way. But either way, we are at a point now where we're starting to slip a little bit in momentum. Mm-hmm. We can't let that happen, can we, Mary?
1: No, we can We'd want to say thank you, though, to an anonymous donor in Simi Valley, California, said, I can help in a big way, made a special gift of $1,200. Thank mm-hmm. you so very much. Can you do that too with a 5000 10000 even a $1,200 gift? It makes a huge difference here. At- radio of course for some folks maybe it's a 10 20 30 dollar gift is what you can do enough of those come in and we hit our we hit our number gold at this at you know we'll still hit it it just takes a little more people a little more time so whatever you can give we need to hear from you now at relevantradio.com using the app on your smartphone or tablet or when you call 877-291-0123 that's 877- 2910123, making progress. We only need 50 more people here, but only three minutes left in this hour.
2: Yeah, it's going to be t- a tight squeeze on time. 877 2910123. William in Verona, Wisconsin, thank you for your $240 online gift. It means a lot. Maria Isabel in Crivets, uh, Wisconsin, never heard of Crivitz, Wisconsin, but I know it now. Thank you for your $365 gift online. Thank you, Monica, in Lakeville, Minnesota, for your $370 gift online. And Peg, great song, by the way, from Steely Dan. Peg in Santa Clara, California, thank you for your $365 recurring gift online. We appreciate it very much.
1: Thank you to Robert in Oaklawn, Illinois. Make you stepping up, answering the call. Thank you. A second gift during this pledge drive of a dollar a day. You're gonna get that that rosary along with the book, The Ave Guide to the Scriptural Rosary. It is a beautiful book. You're gonna love it. It's got some some beautiful vintage replicas of 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 Artwork in the book itself—it's absolutely beautiful inside and out. That's yours for a special gift of a dollar a day at RelevantRadio.com when you use the app on your smartphone or tablet, or if you call eight seven seven two nine one zero one two three—that's eight seven seven two nine one zero one two three. We're in the final couple minutes of this hour of the pledge drive, and we need your help. Thirty people—will you be one of thirty that will reach out here in the next two minutes at RelevantRadio.com? using the app on your smartphone or tablet or at 8772910123 that's 8772910123 a dollar a day and this rosary is yours Woo-woo.